Welcome to the Mental Mom Show. I'm Megan Farr, a therapist and mother of two by day, and a coffee-drinking ADHD maniac basic white girl. But most importantly, I'm the Mental Mom host by night. And I'm Casey Harper, the producer slash art director slash boyfriend and moral support slash whatever Megan needs. Welcome back to the Mental Mom Show. Hey, what's going on? Have I ever told you I really like doing this? Even f- though I stress about it. A few times. I really enjoy it, though. Well, I that's hope we, good. I hope we get to do it more and more. Me too. So, I wanted to check in with you, group therapy style. Forgot to do that in our last episode. Um, so, and I'm sure everybody's going to remind me of that and miss knowing what's going on with you. So, Casey, will you share, please? How are you? What's been going on? How's your mental health? How's your mood? What are you working on? Well, that was okay. I mean, we were a little rusty. It's been a while since we've recorded. We took our little break. Yeah. Um, How am I doing? I'm okay. I'm fine. It's a new year. You know, as a therapist, when people would say, I'm okay. I'm fine. We're really not fine. Right. It's like those aren't feeling words. Feeling okay. okay. How are you feeling? I feel like a million bucks. Okay. Happy, confident. Happy, confident. The new year has started off well. And last year ended well. So this one's starting off well. Do you feel positive about 2019? I do. So you're future oriented. That's a good thing. You yeah, are. Yeah, I just get a feeling like good things are going to happen. Last oh. year was a little rough. Yeah. Had a lot of ups and downs, but it ended well. So this year's we went through all that. So it's going to be better. Yes. You've, you've got it going on. Got it together now. Um, so today's show is about procrastination, but we'll get to that later. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting all day to say that. Have you? You've been sitting <laughs> on that one? Yeah. Um, but I have a new segment to introduce. Because your absidy, A, B, C, D, E, uh, yeah. um, children's name, uh-huh. I hope everyone remembers that, from our Elf on the Shelf episode, where Casey talked about... The lady that named her kid a ridiculous name. A, B, C, D, E. A flight attendant made fun of it. Yeah. yeah the check-in person. So that went over really well. Yeah, people liked that. So I decided we need ripped from the headlines with this, Casey Harper at the news desk. There was no discussion in this. It was just I like to come up with assignments happened. for you on the spot. <laughs> yeah. So okay. Do you, what do you have for us? I want some kind of news story that's like interesting and somewhat pertains to parenting or mental health or anything okay. entertaining. Uh, well, since I'm being put on the spot... Uh, today I did see a, a news report that apparently there's a toy out there called Bunchums, which I've seen them before, but I didn't know that was the name. But they're like little balls and you can stick together. They're kind of like Legos, but not blocks. But in like a cylinder form or like a sphere It's like form? a sphere and they've got, they look like squishy balls. Okay, I'm looking and, at it right now. And um, anyway, 
they're real big with the children. And this little five-year-old girl dumped the bucket of bunchums on her head. And they all, like 50 of them, got caught in her hair. Okay, so does it have some kind of hook mechanism or something? Yeah, that's how they, like, connect together. I mean... Little tiny hooks? It looks like they've got little tiny hooks. But they're like like little koozie balls, but they're hard. You know what a koozie is? Yeah. Yeah. They, oh, they, kush. kush. Kush Kush balls. balls. Yeah, Sorry. kush yeah, balls. Yeah, they look like that, but they're like plastic. They're okay. harder, and they stick together, and you build things out of them. Well, they're not meant to be put in hair. So this little girl got 50 of them stuck in her hair, and the mom had to have like extra hands to help her get them out of her daughter's hair. And they had to use like coconut oil and like all these other like vegetable oils and stuff. And it took them like 12 hours. Oh my gosh. And also, then, she didn't have to cut the hair. Well, I mean, a lot one? of it uh, was like pulled out. She said her like scalp got really thin, Aww. but they didn't cut. It was so bad. Like, I don't think cutting, they probably would have had to like shave her head. Being a mom. It's always something. You just never know. You never know when you wake up every day. What sort of incident is going to occur that is going to take 12 hours? <laughs> yeah, she didn't seem like she was mad about it, though. No, she I just, was I just, just glanced, glanced through the article you sent, and it does it seems Put like in a warning out there for all you parents. So, yeah, watch out for the bunchums. Cause... It reminds me of when I was in first grade, and I got lice from the coat room. And I had, my hair was a little past my shoulders, and I had a lot of hair. I still have a lot of hair, but... Um, my mom sat there on the couch and picked out every single little lice Don't, egg. Couldn't you get put in like a bath or I, th- something? We did that too, oh, but there was, it was know. so bad that, and my, my grandfather at the time, he said, you should just shave her head. And I was in first grade and my mom's like, we're not shaving her head. Uh-huh. I appreciate my mom so much for doing that. Um, yeah. That's a lot of patience. You just being a mom, I'm telling you. Good thing, yeah. If you're, if dad was around, what would dad do? Oh, if it were just my dad, he'd shave my head. <laughs> we're not. I'm not even gonna joke and kid myself. Like he would sit there and pick out lice individually. Like that's insane. But what if it, What if he had a daughter and with long hair? Well, if he had a daughter, maybe. I don't know. I think my girls. I never father had a sister. Would definitely. He he would pick out pick it out. I yeah, well, yeah. Anyway, I wouldn't. So so that's crazy. So bunchums. Be careful if if your kids have bunchums. If they got those for Christmas, yeah. um, hide your kids. Hide, hide your, your wives. wives. <laughs> bunchums are outside. Okay. And they will find you. They will find you. So be careful on that. Okay, good. See, we're doing a lot for society, like public safety announcements. It happens so much, apparently, that Bunchums has videos online of how to get them out of your children's hair. But yet it's not dangerous where they would have a recall. Well, it's not. Yeah, recall. I mean, it's not against their health or anything. Or harmful. It's not like a choking hazard. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. That was ripped from the headlines. Casey Harper at the news desk, everyone. Now back to you, It's one thing I never wanted to be, was a news (laughs) reporter. Okay, another segment I'm doing is called Catching Up. I don't know. We'll come up with a better name than that. But you know how I'm on this perpetual mission of, like, catching up on everything that I missed while parenting for eight years? Eight and a half years now. 
about, mm-hmm. okay, so like about a year and a half ago, a year ago, I started like finally catching up on things. So I'm now watching, okay, I finished Sons of Anarchy with you. That was amazing. Yep. Now we're watching Girls and Boardwalk Empire. You've already seen them, but I'm watching. I haven't seen all of Girls. I've oh. only seen up to a certain point, so... Also, how cool is my boyfriend that he told me about Girls and that I should watch it? Love that. It's a great show. Great writing. Yeah. I think personally all around it's a great show. So if you haven't seen Girls, it's very amusing. Great writing. Great acting. Um, A little bit obscene at times, but, you know, all these HBO shows are. And we're adults. We're all adults here. This isn't Sesame Street time. Um, and then Boardwalk Empire, I'm loving it. I love some gangster in my life. Yeah, well, it's right up your alley, too, with the 20s. I know, because Casey already knows this, but I do think that I was a flapper or alive during the 1920s in a past life. I'm not sure if I believe in past life stuff, but I've always had this fascination since I was little with the 1920s. Anyway, obviously, I love boardwalk empire and i love how they throw in the history stuff like the just the interesting like feminist stuff they throw in about yeah what was okay what wasn't it's another reason why it's so cool yeah love it so if you're not if you haven't watched boardwalk empire i highly recommend it very interesting if you like mob stuff and 20 stuff which i do all right should i move on to my high five moment let's high five yourself high five myself (laughs) okay i megan farr refrained from an impulsive planner buy the other day that's a big deal you know how big you already have like five planners so i'm on instagram looking at stuff and then obviously they're target the the advertisers are targeting me with the perfect stuff like the the planner that's going to change my life they had me sucked in i had um two of them in my cart one for me one for my best friend and I was about ready to buy it, and then I stopped because it was impulsive, and I'm really trying not to be impulsive. Was it go- was the planner going to change my life? Yes, probably. But I don't think so. It, don't, do planners change lives? It hasn't changed my life yet. Like the five or I'm three that you own? I'm still looking for the one that's going to fix all of my procrastinating problems, yeah. all of my disorganization, and I can't find it. So... I, but I'm proud of myself because I, it was impulsive and I didn't do it. I'm proud of you. It wasn't in the plan, so I didn't do it. So that was definitely a high five moment. So that was me giving myself a high five. All right. Now let me tell you about Meg's mental mom moment. Okay. Ready? I'm ready. The week before school was out for holiday break, Christmas break, winter break. Uh-huh. Two or three days that week, at least two. My girls were late to school. I live right outside their school district, so I have to drive them mm-hmm. to school in the mornings. And, you know, I've already told you that one is at the primary school, one's at the elementary school, which are like 10 minutes apart. Yeah. We just couldn't get it together. I mean, just so much going on with Christmas, and we were like up late making cookies for the teachers and like doing just fun holiday Christmas stuff. I don't know. We were excited. We couldn't sleep well. So the girls and I had a hard time getting up. So they were late. Um, at least two days in a row. And let me just tell you, if you're a parent who does drop off and you're late in the morning, you know about the shame that I'm talking about. Oh, there's shame that comes? Yes. Oh. 
public schools are very much into attendance these days. With good reason? Yes. You have to go to school, as we know, and they want reasons for things. Like, why are you late? And you have to write it on a piece of paper. Not to mention, like, the cars. There's me and, like, three other cars parked over in this one spot that's like, oh, clearly we're all the late parents. And then you get the looks from, I mean, the office ladies are so nice and God love them. Their job has got to be so hard. Uh, but yeah. And so then your kid's a little bit stressed, you're stressed. And I'm like, you're five, you're in kindergarten. It's okay. But they, it's definitely like a walk of shame when your kid's late, especially two days in a row. So that was my Is she in full day kindergarten? Yes. Oh. Well, at least you don't have to get the shame of parents because you're late. You're right. I don't have to deal with it. You don't have to deal with the car line, which that can be really annoying. Like how late are we talking? Not very late. Just late enough that they miss the like regular drop the off. Buses are pulling out while you're pulling in. Buses are gone. Okay. But I, they still made it for like um, Pledge of Allegiance and announcements. Oh, then it's not late. You don't think? No. Do they actually? They still do the Pledge of Allegiance? Yes, I think so. Yeah. Wow, a little yeah. surprised by that. We we live in Southern Indiana. Oh, yeah. yeah, I mean I get it, but I'm also surprised that it's just still. I think being, I'll double check on that, but I think being so. Being part of the uh, the schedule. Yes. Okay. So that was my mental mom moment. Just the lateness and the shame, the walk of shame into the school when you have late kids it's not so bad though really there could be worse things yeah they could just not go at all right did i ever tell you i went is this where you tell me about your 100 percent attendance uh, yeah what? okay go ahead tell everybody i it is uh, impressive i went all of seventh grade didn't miss a day i missed two days in eighth grade because i was really sick and then all four years of high school i didn't miss a day of school and my name is on a plaque Casey Harper, everybody. In the attendance Casey office. Casey Harper, round of applause. There was me and one other person that did all four years without missing a day, and we each got $100 wow. from the school. You and one other person? That's yeah, it. Yeah, out of 700. That's graduating class. That's a big high school. That's how I left my mark on my I, high school years. Yeah, you've never stood me up a, once. And you're really never late. No. I appreciate that. I'm always 10, 15 minutes early most of the time. Because if you're on time, you're late. I know. If you have ADD and you're on time, you're early. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay, so today we're going to talk about procrastination because I really want feedback from other people on how they procrastinate, if they procrastinate, what they procrastinate about on concerning. Uh, so I found an article on the Washington Post from the Washington Post online um and it's a great article i'm going to post it but it's about why we the real reasons why we procrastinate and it actually had really helpful information i get tired of like the same yeah we know okay procrastinating is a thing and here's what you can do about it you can make a list you can leave 15 minutes early you can blah blah but it's like why don't we do that then if it's that easy then why aren't we just following that advice yeah Everybody's different. I procrastinate. Like just preparing for this episode the other day when I was doing the outline for it, I was dusting, rearranging furniture. Yeah. And this is something I really want to be doing. Okay. That makes sense now. 
Of why I was doing that? Of why we have a new coffee table in my living room. Yeah. And we switched it with the one out in the garage. And then the books are rearranged. And they look good, don't they? They look like the way I was going to put them. Yeah. And I, I got right. outvoted. Yeah, but that, they look good. I dusted. Pretty um, much um, everything in the living room, everybody, is <laughs> what I wanted originally. Okay, Casey. Uh, but was vetoed. Okay, I had to live with it the other way for a little bit. Not that I live here, but I spend a lot of time here. We're, we're recording at Casey's, by the way. So anyway... Okay. So I it's, get it. It so makes it's sense weird. Now. That's why I was bustling around and like doing everything except for preparing for the episode. Um, this podcast in, is like so important to me and I love it and I want to do it and I'm excited about it. But yet there must be some part of me that's stressed about it because the self, I think it's like some self-sabotaging behavior really. This is just my, before I read the article, this was just my notes of like, it's like this, this self-fulfilling prophecy of oh, it's not going to be good, or you're going to mess up, or, you know, and this can be with the podcast, with anything I do in my life that's slightly, I don't know, what's the word? Um, it challenges you? Yeah, it's challenging. Um, so it's like I'm self-fulfilling my proce- prophecy of failure. Like deep down, I think I'm going to fail at it. It's something I have to work through constantly. And you can't fail if you don't do it. Right. So if I just don't do it, then I can't fail. But then I don't want to live like that, really. No, that's a terrible way to live. There's like so much shame, guilt, anxiety um, associated with procrastination for a lot of us, but we just, we don't remember that all the time when we should, when we should be doing it. Okay. So this article, it was interesting. It really had nothing to do with ADHD and there was nothing really talked about regarding ADHD, even though that is, they did talk about some anxiety, um, which anxiety, you know, I always say the trifecta, ADHD, anxiety, depression, the three things go together. But they only mentioned anxiety pretty much. So that made me feel better on some level because with ADD, ADHD, duh, procrastinating is like our biggest symptom. Yeah. One of the biggest symptoms. And so it's nice to know that neurotypical people also struggle with procrastination. Some, some kind of weird comfort in that. Um, so interesting things from this article that I found. Computer-generated aging photos can actually help us with procrastinating. You want to know why? Why is that? Apparently, researchers found that people who have severe procrastination habits, they don't have a good relationship with their future self. Okay. So they don't think they don't they don't see their they don't see that person as a person. It's just like some figment, like they can't grasp it or it's not in their conscious mind. Yeah. They, they don't, um, are selfishly not thinking about themselves. Yeah. In kind sense. of, you know, that's like really got to wrap my head around it, but Does yeah, that makes sense. It's like you're being selfish in the moment to your future self, to your future self. You're being selfish toward your future self. Right. Dude, you just got deep there. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa, my head's hurting. That's actually exactly it. So, so I, I guess if I can't remember if it was like it says in the article, but I don't didn't memorize it. Some companies that help you plan for retirement, maybe it's Merrill Lynch or something. They're actually using a computer. They help you make a computer generated photo of yourself that's aged, so that you can connect with your future self. And researchers found that 
once you do that, once you can connect with your future self and people who already do, they don't procrastinate as much. They save for their retirement. Are these images like what you'd look like if you're stressed and all that stuff? Is that what that is kind no, of showing? It's just it's just seeing your future self, a picture of oh, like a person, humanizing your, it. Yeah, okay. That was the word I was going to Yeah, humanizing it. So I thought that was really it. interesting. And it makes a lot of sense. Um, I don't really know what my future self's going to look like. I don't really think about it a whole lot. It just seems like a really far off thing. Well, I know what I'm going to look like. What? I'm going to look like, I'm going to have that Clooney effect. Oh, where you just get like where more, I just more good get looking more with age? more and more good looking. Yeah, I'm like a yes. fine wine. <laughs> you get better I'm with like age. I'm like a $15 no, bottle of wine. You're like an aged prime rib. <laughs> No. That was weird. You just look at me like a piece of meat, like all the other girls. What were we doing? We were with your family doing something, and we pulled up a picture of George Clooney from the 90s. And he oh, was not he was as good looking TV as he show. Is. Yeah. yeah, you're right. Yeah. He's way better looking now. I did like his... You're um, lucky you got me while you did, or when you you're did. You're right, because... Do you think I'm good looking now? So let's just call it you're going you're gonna to get Clooney'd. Yep. Okay, I like it. That's it. I call it the Clooney effect. The Clooney effect. Yeah. Is that an official Casey Harper term? Did you come up with that? I'd like to think I did, but it's probably on like Urban Urban Dictionary or something. Okay. I just don't know. So anyway, the future self helps people connecting with that future self. Connecting with the future self cuts down on the amount of procrastination. Right. Okay. Because you see that future self and you're like oh i don't want that person to suffer because i didn't save for retirement i don't want that person to suffer because i didn't make my house payments on time or i you know whatever it is i think i procrastinated a lot in school the first time around of college i did because i i think part of it was when you say that it's sounds like you failed out and you completed college yeah i i completed you mean your first degree Okay, during my first degree. Your first degree. It it sounds way more prestigious. Prestigious. <laughs> prestigious than what it is. Okay, during my bachelor's. Thank you. Before I went back and got an associate's. So In it, film, which is okay. completely different. Okay, but anyway, go ahead. I think I procrastinated more during that time because I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't necessarily feel like I belonged there or I wanted to be there. I was about living the college life right as opposed to when i went back to school when you were a little older when i was a little older and it was for something that i wanted to do and i wanted to be there i found myself not procrastinating as much because i think it was more important to me and you saw the big picture probably of yeah and it was kind of interesting to see being older than like 10 years older than these some of the people that were in class with me that were like 18. Yeah. Because I totally got what they were experiencing and why they weren't doing homework or... Right. I always did my homework, but like, yeah. Been like, there. It just was so much easier the second time around. Maybe because I was older, but I think it had to do with well, and you more... Were I was more interested in the work. Interested in like laser focused. Like you were... You knew yeah. that's what you wanted. Right. But during the first... My first time in college 
I definitely procrastinated. But then I don't find myself procrastinating in life, really. No, you're not a procrastinator. No. You just, like, face it and do it. And, and it doesn't cause you stress. Except for you haven't done as much film writing as maybe. No, I haven't. Is that procrastination or is that... Oh, yeah. That's, some of that's definitely procrastinating. So you do... Why are you procrastinating with that? The same reason these people procrastinate. Because <laughs> procrastinate. Of, well, which reason? Because well, I hate mine. I, I think I pro- I'm procrastinating a little out of fear. Um, fear of failure. Mostly... I don't know. I mean, it's a little fear. It's a little like, if I do have time, I I think I need to be spending that time. Like I could, I'm like I put a lot of pressure on myself to try to do it. That I psych myself out. So like when you sit down to actually write, then you have writer's block because you're so stressed out. Yeah, yeah. Instead of just like letting it happen. See, my creative process is so different. I, stuff just comes to me, and that's why I have like twelve notebooks and sticky notes everywhere, and like I can't. It doesn't just because I sit down to do it at that designated time doesn't mean that it's going to yeah, come. Yeah, a lot most of it comes to me too, but I don't know, there's something that I get in these moods where it's something just triggers like creativity, like and I don't know what it is. It could be something just really random and then it just like gets stuff flowing and I can sit down and be like boom, and it's been a while since I've had like that feeling or motivation. So then that kind of like, I guess is unnerving. And then when I try to like force myself to write, which I always hate doing because if anyone out there is a writer, you know, it's just, I get angst and I get, (laughs) then I, so when I, am I forcing myself to do it? Then I get very judgmental of what I'm doing, even though nobody's going to read it. Right. But you're just like criticizing yourself. Yeah. I get really hard on myself. And then, I psych myself out and then I just don't do it. Okay, so you're not as mentally stable as I thought you were, which I love. Thanks. <laughs> Finally, I found your weak spot. <laughs> I, mean, I wrote a whole speech in college about procrastinating. Yes, that's right. Was that in college? Yeah. It was I remember you told me about it. Freshman year of college. Got an A. Got an A? And on I it. wrote it the night before. Nice. And I wasn't lying either. I like, it's like a persuasive speech i on why procrastinating is good it's good yeah what were your main points do you remember um i talked about how some people work better under pressure some people uh like with me i can tell you i've studied for a test one i'm not a very good test taker so that always makes me nervous so i can study for a test for hours days and feel prepared in my mind and I can go in and get a C or a D you know I, I don't do well but then I can stay up all night and take the test like and, cram yeah cram or just kind of half look at my stuff you know just here and there and then I'd get a B or I'd get the same C so that like, why? took me like a whole week of studying and then it's like well what the hell why am I doing this to myself and so I talked about things like that and didn't you mention some famous speeches that were written last minute or something oh it was all bullshit i mean i don't know if they were written last minute it, i just used it As it, a, it didn't have to be like a hundred percent factual about the speech you it were just persuade persuasive. yeah be okay. persuasive and it was the last speech of the year we could do about whatever we wanted so we had learned about like martin luther king and jfk and 
all those famous speeches and mm-hmm. I was just BSing and saying they wrote those <laughs> on the way to the Washington, Memo- you know, all that. And, uh, I don't know. My teacher loved it. That's great. You got and an I, A on it. I got an A. Yeah. Nailed it. It works for some people. Um, it's all about how much stress it causes you to procrastinate. Like if that's just how you function and you, and you're, and you get good grades doing it, yeah, you there, get good results doing it, go for it. But for some of us, it's not. We're not doing our best work because we're procrastinating. Yeah, and that's definitely not everybody. But that was part of like what I was talking about in class is that it does work. I think for some people because it, it they don't like that pressure in a sense gets them motivated of like, oh man, I got to do this. Granted, it's not going to be your best work. Right. I mean, I think that's just hands down, but. Some of good, I think, can come out of procrastinating. But it just, to me, I, that was just a small thing, like the test thing. Because I'm just a terrible test taker. And it so. just doesn't sound like it really mattered whether you no, ahead of time or not. No, it didn't. And it was frustrating. And I would get really anxious and worked up about it. And it was terrible. So it's also, um, they found that it's a self-regulation issue. So it usually happens when, so procrastination, according to this article, usually happens when people fear or dread or have anxiety about the important task awaiting them. To get rid of the negative feeling, people procrastinate. They open up a video game or Pinterest. That makes them feel better temporarily, but unfortunately, reality comes back to bite them in the end. Once the reality of a deadline sets in again, procrastinators feel more extreme shame and guilt. But for an extreme procrastinator, those negative feelings can be just another reason to put the task off with the behavior turning into a vicious self-defeating cycle. So it is. It's like a hamster wheel. Here we go on the hamster wheel. Yeah, I'd be curious to find out how other people deal with their procrastinating or what it's like not to be a procrastinator. Yeah, if you're not a procrastinator, will you please... Because you um, probably have, don't understand procrastinating at all. Probably like, why would people do that to themselves? It's so dumb. It just makes you more stressed out. Yeah. I'm not... Which I, is totally true. It does. On some level. More, some more than others. That's the hamster wheel of the yeah. self-defeating cycle. Um, so everybody needs to check out a guy named Tim Urban. He runs a blog called Wait, But Why?, and he also did a TED Talk, which I'm going to post, and he's cited in this article. Um, he, his whole blog's basically about procrastinating, and um, he's got some great, great stuff. And he's funny. He calls himself a master procrastinator. Um, his thing that he talks about in the TED Talk is he began writing a 90-page senior thesis 72 hours before it was due. And so anyway, if you watch his TED Talk and look at this article that I'm going to post, um, he does a great job explaining why people procrastinate. He calls it the instant gratification monkey. We have one of those in our brain Mm -hmm. that's like, no, I want what feels good now. I want what feels good now. So people who are more like, they have a harder time with delayed gratification. Those are the people who tend to be severe procrastinators, which is me. 90 pages in 72 hours. Yeah. You think that's real? I, do, I, be, I bet. Yeah. He said he didn't uh, sleep for the first two nights. Or there were two nights that he did not sleep. 
And he's tried to start sooner, but he just, mm, eh. Because he had all year. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, yeah, that's what college does to you. Because you always have that talk with yourself. Mm-hmm. And you're, you say, oh, okay, I'm going to. I'm going to go back to the dorm. I'm going to do this. And then on your way back to the dorm, one of your friends is, hey, what are you doing? You want to go over and do this? And that's something you really have no interest in, but it sounds way better than what you said you were going to do back at the dorm. And then five hours later. I was a a terrible procrastinator in college. That doesn't surprise me. (laughs) It's just horrible. And. It just, in graduate school though, I was older because I went to graduate school when I was 28. And so again, kind of like your situation, I knew what I wanted to do. I was very focused. Um, I did some, some procrastination, but when it came to like writing little, like one page papers, sometimes I'd do those like right before class. And cause for me as a writer with lots of writing training, I can whip out a one page paper. Right oh yeah. Class. I can bullshit. Yeah, I don't even I mean, think mine was bullshit. It was no. I'm I not just, saying I like it literal bullshit, but I can write something something that sounds decent. Yeah, yeah. Plus, I think being trained as a newspaper reporter, so we had to like work on deadlines. Mm-hmm. Um, that helps. But when it came to my big papers, I did not procrastinate on those. I had to get the majority of them done. I guess finishing it would be up to the last minute, but the like 90% of it was done. Yeah. You didn't wait to start the whole no. thing. So you weren't a chronic. Not in graduate school, yeah. but with things like my finances, it's really hard. I started this thing called, um, financial Fridays. <laughs> Have I told you about this? No, <laughs> I so, like where it's going. Though. It's so nerdy, but every Friday I check my finances, make sure I know what's going on. My budget, what money's where? What do I need to be doing? Am I... Is Friday the only day you check it? Well, it starts with an F. Financial Friday. Get it? So you go like all week and don't no. check? I also oh, okay. have something called the Financial 15. <laughs> because if, if it's an alliteration, is that what it's called? You're playing on the Fs? Yeah. yeah. Then it's like a thing and it's fun. And like if mm-hmm. it's fun, then I'll do it. So I do a Financial 15... I try to do it every day, but I don't do it every day. And I just, I'm like, Meg, 15 minutes, that's it. Just check your accounts, make sure. I think it was like so many years of like terrible financial issues and like just like avoidance and anxiety and juggling and to try to pay this bill and blah, blah, you know, all that. Well, why don't you, what I did and put them on the calendar? Oh, they're on the calendar. Not the Google calendar. No, but I have it on my other calendar. I was just saying they could be on the Google calendar and then I could help you. Oh, you would would remind me? Well, I hope I wouldn't have to, but I could. I have all my bills that I can on auto pay. It's mostly what what I have to do is I don't have problems missing bills necessarily. It's when like outliers come in. Um, I try to pay my bills like right when they come in too. But it's like, okay, is this money being transferred here on time? Is this supposed to – okay, is this – did, is there something I forgot about that's coming out? Or you remember like months ago when someone hacked into my credit card or my bank yeah. account? Like there was a time in my life where that may have gone on for quite a while and I didn't know it because I wasn't checking regularly. That's crazy. Yeah. 
hey, you know what? I don't but you're you that. don't do that anymore. I'm so. the only one who gets to call myself crazy. I didn't call. Yeah. I said, that's crazy. Oh, I didn't okay. say you're crazy. Yeah. So I like my little financial 15. But when you've I say, improved on yourself. Yes, so that's what matters. Um, the, it's like 15 minutes. It doesn't have to be like a 12 hour no. stressful ordeal. It's 15 minutes. All right. So I really encourage everybody to look at this article I'm posting. It has just some great info in it. And it's fun to read. It's, it, it's like not one of those boring step-by-step Telling you things you already know. Like, we all know we don't want to procrastinate. I guess, for me, understanding a little bit of why. I love human behavior. so And just knowing, normalizing it, knowing that other people who behave similar to me, it's I'm not alone. I guess that helps me. And then check out this. Um, I haven't done it yet. I really want to really ha- have one of these computer-generated photos of myself, of what I will look like in, like, 10, 20, 30 years. Okay, one other thing that really struck me when reading this article and listening to Urban speak on the TED Talk, people spend, like procrastinators, spend a lot of time doing their musts. Like they get their have-tos done. Like, okay, I don't want to get evicted, so I have to pay my rent or my mortgage. Sure. Um, Don't want my electricity turned off, that kind of thing. But there's so much procrastination that only the musts get done so that, they don't meet their higher level self goals, you know. They they have the goals, but they never get around to meeting them because they're battling this hamster wheel, the instant gratification monkey. Yeah. So if there's you know a business that someone wants to start, or they want to travel the world, or even something like addressing and dealing with and leaving an unhealthy relationship, that stuff keeps getting pushed to the side because they're in this like chronic procrastination right mode so that was pretty i thought that was a that was kind of sad to think about yeah some people do that and then people have to look at why why am i scared of being happy am i scared of actually like accomplishing those goals or is it my thing or like i was talking about with my fear of failure um and my and battling my self-fulfilling prophecy of failure and self-sabotage like 80 percent of me knows that i can pretty much do anything that i set as a goal but there's that like 20 percent and i'd like it to go down to like one and a half percent yeah that'd be awesome that'd be be a really good goal yeah of believing in myself no one and a half percent i only want it to be like one and a half percent that doesn't believe in myself and right now i'm at probably like a 20 25 yeah no 15 20 percent okay okay are you sure (laughs) so all right casey i think we should wrap it up what do you think Okay. Anything else on procrastination? Unless you want me to procrastinate ending the show. Let's procrastinate ending the show. Which I... I, Let's talk about... uh, How about we talk about the website is coming. Soon. Just a little longer. End of the month, right? Yes. Um, The latest is the end of the month. The latest, yes. Yeah. I have my articles written, ready to post. We had a whole photo shoot. We had a couple photo shoots. Pictures. Photos. It's too legit to quit. It's too legit. Too legit to quit. Do you like my gang sign I'm yeah, doing here? <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what that was. Okay. So the website is coming. Uh, we're on social media. So what? Facebook. And Instagram. Instagram. I'm figuring and out how to use both of them. Yeah. Boom. You're getting better. That's the 2019 goal resolution. 
10 times a day, y'all. I'm going to be posting stuff. Yep. And Casey is too. Interacting. Interacting. With all of you fine people. Yes. And if you would like to email us, which we would love, 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 it's thementalmomshow at gmail.com. Yes. Tell us anything about yourself. Tell us about procrastinating or any topic we've ever talked about. Or you'd like us to talk about. Yeah, that'd be great to have some ideas. So you can find us on Podbean, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your podcasts from. Please download, like, subscribe, share, comment, review. And downloading is important. That's how we keep track of yeah, data. I can, we can all we can see who's listening. I mean, we don't know where you um, live. Yeah, not like that detailed, but it we makes us feel good. In, though, in what state? Yeah. So if you do do that thank you continue to do that please shout out to mexico thank you mexico we are so global now Uh, we're everywhere and shout out to alabama kentucky indiana michigan michigan and the united states come on east coast west coast that's 2019 that's it that's it we'll see you next time on the mom show bye y'all